mean, we'll even do like the Champions League, and then we'll leave it at that. And we'll do the other ones yeah. next time together. All right. Okay. Here we go. In three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Footy Casuals. So today we have ourselves the UCL prediction groups, which we said we were going to bring to you, which uh, is. I'd say the best time out of the year. I'd say the knock the group stages are really exciting. But yeah, so but hello Brian, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well and I'm very excited for the Champions League. Like you said, it is definitely the most exciting time of the year with football and I mean this is where things just start going crazy and it even starts affecting the league, so it gets interesting everywhere. It's it's it gets interesting everywhere for sure. Exactly. It's the best time of the year. The fall, well, I don't know where everybody lives, but for us, um, it's the fall time. It's cold. It feels amazing outside. Uh, there's some good footy on the TV. The holidays are coming up. This is the best time of the year. I don't know about you, Brian, but it's my favorite time of the year, and UCL ball makes it more exciting. Nah, it definitely is my favorite time of the year, too, and summer's always ending, which is something good. I'm not going to lie. It gets very hot, especially yeah. nowadays, exactly. so I can't wait for it to be over. Yeah, for those that don't know, me and Brian are on the West Coast, so it is very much very hot. Very, very hot. Very, very hot. Yes. So, a nice cold weather is very much appreciated around here, so we're looking forward to that. But, yeah. Um, so, we're going to start it off with our predictions, like I said. So, Brian's going to start off on the first one, and then I'll start off on the second, yep. on the second one. So, um, what we'll do is... Brian, how about this? I'll have you do all your groups, and then we'll do all of mine. How's that? So you go all through your groups, so groups A through H, and then I'll do my A through H. Yeah, that's cool. We'll do that's it like good. that. Um, all right. We'll do it like that, because I don't know, Brian. I want to see, because I know you like to change things up. You want to be different, but we'll see what happens. Nah, I'm not going to lie. Today, I didn't change up a lot. Like, I don't know. I was just going very basic. Because I feel like with Champions League, it is, there is always, like, one team, but it'll literally be, like, one team, I feel like. There's always just, like, only, like, one shocker. It's not, like, crazy, crazy. Once, like, the actual round of 16 starts, that's when you'll see, like, shockers. But, like, I feel like when it comes to, like, the group stages, everything's kind of self-explanatory besides, like, one or two teams. But Yeah. yeah I can go ahead and start. Yeah, no, oh. you're, not, you're, not, you're not wrong about that. I don't know. I feel like there's always... A few shockers sometimes in the group stages. You'd be surprised, but I, I get what you mean. Uh, but yeah, Brian, yeah. go ahead and take it away with group All right. A. So with with group A, I feel like this is obviously like a pretty easy, pretty self-explanatory. Obviously, for the first one, I had Bayern. I'm honestly not gonna lie. I have Bayern as one of my like my favorites of everything, like in general, favorites. So. Obviously, I have them as my number one. It's pretty pretty basic. Obviously, number two, I mean, based on how this team is playing, I don't even know how they're getting to, but these other teams just don't compare. So, obviously, Man United is number two. There's just no way I can see them getting either a group by Copenhagen or Galatasaray. Like, there's just no chance of that happening possible. So, third, going into the Europa League, I do got Galatasaray. Copenhagen just doesn't squeak through. I mean, Galatasaray's team is getting pretty solid. They did get some big pickups this summer. So, 
I know they're not producing as much right now in the league, but I feel like it'll turn around. I and mean, once it comes to um, the group stages right now, they'll get it figured out and they'll go to Europe League. I feel like that was one of the pretty basic groups, so I'm not going to lie. Pretty easy, pretty easy start. Now, Group B, this is where I think it can get pretty interesting. Not obviously still like an easier group, but still not towards like the groups of death yet. But for my first one, I got Arsenal. I don't think. Well, I think it can be. It can be. Um, how would I say it? It can be seen as like different ways too. Like obviously, some people can have Sevilla number one. I put Arsenal number one based on their form currently. And how they were their form last year because I feel like they kind of they're starting to pick up where they were last year. They did start off a little slow, but they're definitely starting to pick it back up. And it's so hard not to put Sevilla number one because Sevilla performs so good in these kind of in these kind of tournaments, these European um, cups. So like, I can easily see Sevilla number one. But for my for my table, I got Arsenal one, putting Sevilla two because they always perform in these competitions. Now with three i i don't know i feel like it, this was kind of one where like it could go either way i had psv going through i just don't see lens and lens is so like underperforming so bad right now in the league I've, last time we checked i'm pretty sure they were like 17th yeah if i'm not mistaken yeah they were so yeah they they're definitely not <laughs> they're definitely not doing what they're supposed to but so for that yeah is too you know sevilla's at the bottom no of the i know too. But you forget Sevilla is a <laughs> Oh, European I didn't forget. Yeah. Sevilla and Lens are two different breeds, right? So he yeah, performs in these tournaments. I don't know, Lens is about to do this tournament. <laughs> so for that reason, I got PSV three, I got Lens four. Then group C, this is also where it gets not interesting. I don't wanna I don't wanna say it. I'm gonna change it up because I feel like it's pretty self explanatory who's number one. I'm going to go with Madrid. A lot of people did buy the hype last year from Napoli. I mean, I feel like even I bought that. I, I kind of bought some stock in Napoli last year, how they were performing, but obviously they got a new coach, so I think that's going to change. They massively underperformed, and, but yeah. Yes. Yeah, so then um, Real Madrid this year, obviously they got, they're missing the they're missing the striker that they needed, but they do have Jude performing at like such a high level, and if you think about it, They'll have Vinny by the time this starts, so not probably not by the first game, but like he'll definitely get a couple games in. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So I can easily, for that reason, see them winning the group. And then number two for my second place, I would get Napoli. Obviously, I mean these other teams obviously don't compare to Napoli, and I feel like Napoli they did do pretty well last year. So I. Based on how I think that it's just going to work, I feel like they did good last year. They'll do good this year, just not as good as they did last year. So, Then for my third, going into the Europa League, I don't know if this is – I'm not going to lie. This is one that I actually kind of sat on and, like, thought about. I got Union Berlin. I mean, oh. Braga is – yes, Braga is one of those teams where, like, they'll, they'll come up in big moments. So, like, I'm not going to lie. That could be one of the shockers. I know I genuinely did like sit on this one, so but I did put Union Berlin just because I know Braga always performs and like these, they're like one of those teams where it kind of like how would I how would I put it? Uh, all they just a... have they have a good reps in these kind of competitions, but they're not like one of these bigger clubs. You know, yeah. if that makes sense. I know what you mean. Yeah. So I, I would know, say, say, I'll say I would say. Um... They do have like a European pedigree. They're usually not in the Champions League, so 
Um, yeah. I believe this year um, is one of the first years in a while. I can't remember the last time. It's probably been recently, but it's not very common when you have three Portuguese teams in the Champions League because the first two are automatically in and the third goes through playoffs. So this is the first time I think it's rare. I almost say it's rare that you yeah. see three. And Braga is usually in the Europa League, but this year they're in the Champions League. So well, yeah. I get what you're saying that they have a European pedigree of some sort that they, they do well yeah. usually. Yeah. Yeah, but so I guess you can state it as my first big change. I do got Union Berlin going through the Europa League and then Braga to be my fourth. So now with Group D, shout out to A89 Skills and the Benfiquista. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not gonna change it up either. I got Benfica number one. Benfica is always performing whenever it comes to these tournaments. They literally like almost made it to the final last year which is kind of crazy but these portuguese teams man you'd be surprised like a lot of the, a lot of the time people under underestimate these portuguese teams the sportings the the benficas the portos so like don't be shocked whenever like they win the league or not win the league win the win the group yeah. Yeah, yeah don't be surprised when they win the group and they end up competing competing because a lot of times we just kind of get overshadowed with the with the prem hype the la liga hype and we just forget about these teams but they always end up performing pretty good, so Brian, I got them winning the... Huh? I was like, don't forget that they topped the group last year with PSG and Juventus. Yeah, and that's when everybody thought they weren't going to do that. Yes, so. exactly. But go ahead. And you can even argue that this um, that this group is way easier than last year, so that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. That's all I'm going to I'll leave it there just to not trigger any Inter fans in case we do <laughs> ask them in the chat. But number two for my second, for, for also, like, going through, and in second, I got Inter. I think it's, like, I don't think it's another conversation. It's a one, another one of these teams where they just always perform in these European competitions. And, I mean, they made it to the semis last year, so I see them going pretty far this year again. I don't know if they'll get to the semis again, but they'll definitely go through and make to the group of 16. And then in third, oh. I feel like I feel like I wanted to put Salzburg. I wanted to put Salzburg in third just for the memes, but it's not RB Leipzig. It's no, RB Salzburg. Austria team, if I'm correct. Yeah, yeah, they are Austria. So for that reason, I'm gonna put Salzburg. I'm not gonna be dumb. I feel like, <laughs> hey man, they can shock me. I'm not gonna lie, they can shock me, but I feel like Salzburg's the easy pick there, yeah. going to the Europa League, and then yeah. Competition's a little harder over there in La Liga. Don't wanna, don't wanna throw it out there, but I'm just gonna put it out there. And I feel like these, um, also the La Liga teams always perform pretty good in um in the European competitions. I feel like I the know. different style of play definitely slows down the, the the prem hype at least. They definitely know how to play a little slower. And these other leagues that are like so used to playing at high pace, they just they just don't know how to react. So you always end up losing for that reason. Got um, Sociedad third, and then Salzburg fourth. Group E, and this is the group I struggled with the most, surprisingly. Like, I'm not even going to cap. I feel like this is just one of the ones where, like, anything can go through. Yes, I know. I feel like this is one of the ones where, like, anything can go through because Lazio always performs. Madrid or Atletico Madrid performs sometimes. I feel like. Yeah. I feel like you're either gonna get you're either gonna get the good Atletico Madrid, or you're gonna get the ones that just like everything goes bad and then it's just down to the fire. So. Yeah. 
But in this scenario, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna go with the good Atleti, and I think Atleti will win the group. I do got Lazio in second. So Lazio always be performing in these competitions. So I got them second. With third, I want to just make a change. I can see Feyenoord going third, but I'm gonna go Celtic. And I'm gonna go Celtic just for the boys, just for the boys, because I I forget who supports them, but <laughs> so, whoever it is, like I can't remember at the top of my head, but I'll have them going through for that reason. Third Europa League, and then Feyenoord obviously getting group, but I can easily see Feyenoord going third. Not gonna lie, it's just one of the ones where like the Celtic and Feyenoord is either way for me, and I just throw Celtic out there just to be a little more. A little more exciting. Have somebody out there, you know? Yeah. Group F. This is definitely the hardest group. To... Oh, yeah. It's a group yeah. of dead. This... Of course. Yeah, this is definitely the hardest group. It can go either way. I'll start off with who's getting grouped, and this may okay. be a shocker. This may be a shocker, and the person I got being grouped is Newcastle. And I'll ah. tell you why. Okay. I'll tell you why. I got Newcastle getting grouped because of how they perform, how they're starting off this year. Like, I know they have had some hard games, I'm not going to lie. But based off the hype that they had last year, I feel like it's not going to transition to this year. And a lot of people are saying, oh, they're they're not performing this year or they're not performing that good this year because they've had these hard teams. But I'm just like, once you get into the, once you get into the group stage, it's not going to change. All the teams in your group are hard, so... I was like, if you're not picking up some wins right now, I, I find it very hard to happen in the grouping. So, I got Newcastle getting grouped. Third, I got Dortmund. And I know this means PSG is going through. And they've been getting, they've been getting like, rocked these last couple of years. But, yes, I got Dortmund. I think Milan and PSG are just way better than Dortmund. And I feel like Dortmund took a step back from last year. I feel like last year was their year. And obviously, like, that didn't go through. So then um, this year, I feel like they lost a lot of pieces, especially Jude, which was, like, a big, big piece of their team. So I just feel them taking a step back. However, not too far of a step back. And that's why I put them in the Europa League. For second, I got PSG. And I got PSG in second for one reason and one reason only. Because Milan always performs. They always perform in these competitions. I know I keep saying it, but like... Not always. No, but they they perform in the the group stages and they'll always make it far. So, I always say... I, um... What's it called? I know I'm saying, like, these teams perform, but, like, these are the teams that are kind of known for performing in these kind of competitions. Yeah. And, like, obviously, if you're... Yeah, like, these teams are the good ones that are always be making it to the um, to the uh, Champions League. So, it's kind of known from these teams. But, yeah, I think Milan's play is better. Not Milan's play is better, but, like, a lot of people don't know how to react to Milan's play. It's similar to, like, the La Liga play where it's a little slower. They're way more defensive. Their or their defense is better better than PSG's, which is why I had PSG second. And then with PSG, they did get a new they did get a bunch of new signings. And based like I know, um, me and Alfonso were talking about it earlier, like literally right before the podcast started. There was a game today where they lost three two. Three so, one. Um, oh no, it was three. Yeah, two. no, three two. Three two. Yeah, 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 three, two, three, two, three, two, three, two. I yeah. They lost to um, Nice. What's the, what's the name? Yeah, they lost to Nice. 
and that does make me want to change my stance, but I'm not going to change it for the sake of this. It's not gonna, I'm not going to let this affect my, yeah. my table that I already had. So I did, I did have them second, and I genuinely – I feel like they do have Mbappe, so they'll go through, and they don't have the bunch of problems that they had last year with dealing with uh, Messi, Neymar not getting along, and, like, these high expectations from everybody. So I feel like it's definitely gonna it's definitely gonna have less pressure, and I think Mbappe will definitely carry them through the group. And I think they're still meshing, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lose faith in them yet. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of PSG, but I don't see the I don't see Newcastle like I'm not gonna buy the prem hype on this table. I'm not gonna buy the prem hype, and then I don't think Dortmund is better than PSG. So that's why I have them, and then Milan. I feel like they're just so good defensively. And, like, I feel like these defensive teams really, really perform well when it comes to the Champions League, and they always end up going far. So that's why I got Milan number one. All right, Group G. I feel like, and I'm going to say this with, like, the straightest face possible. Young boys are they gave win, Man right? City. They gave Man City the easiest <laughs> table possible. Like, they literally gave these like, – Let's give everybody, or like, let's just give them the easiest walkthrough to the round of 16. Let's not even make it a competition. So if you don't know who I'm choosing first based off that, what Man City is obviously going They're going to get one. grouped. They're not getting grouped. They can put out their C team and they'll still, freaking, oh. they'll still go first in this table. So yeah. Man City, there's no chance. I don't even need to describe what they have, what they are. <laughs> They're going through. I think it's pretty safe to say RB Leipzig, in my opinion, is also gonna go through. But I got them in second. I know, I know you you guys aren't so shocked with this um, with this table. I'm very but then shocked. in third, I'm not gonna lie. With third and fourth, I don't really know these teams. So for the sake of it, I just put Young Boys third because they got a cooler name. So <laughs> Young Boys, I got young third. Boys. <laughs> and then fourth, I got Crow. Servina, it's it's Red Star Belgrade, but I think they changed it to like Servina's Vesda. There you go, that's the word. Yeah, Servina Vesda. Well, yeah, I got them fourth just because Young Boy is the name. I don't know any of the teams, so I may as well just go with the cooler name and the better (laughs) badge. So it is what it is. And then Group H, I will say, I feel like this can go either way. I'm going to go with how I have it on my piece of paper. I have Barcelona going first. However, however, I'm saying this now. Do not be shocked if Porto goes first in this in their group. And I'll tell you why. Like I said, a lot of people will be underestimating these Portuguese teams, but these Portuguese teams always be coming out on top whenever it comes in their groups. So, like, I know a lot of you guys think it's just like, oh, Barcelona this, Barcelona so much bigger, Barcelona plays better. It is what it is. They play better, but when it comes to these groupings, Portuguese teams always perform. And yes, Barcelona will probably be more informed whenever it comes to the actual Champions League. I'm not saying they're not going to be, but I'm saying when it comes to the when it comes to these um groupings, Portuguese teams always perform. So for that reason, in mine, I can see Porto going one, but I obviously have Barcelona going one. But don't be shocked. Obviously, that puts Porto at second for me. And then for third Europa League, I got Shakhtar Donetsk. Donetsk? You know, you said it right. Donetsk. I want to say? Yeah, Shakhtar Donetsk. Yeah. And Antwerp getting grouped. 
not sure about Antwerp, but I'm pretty sure they're not that good. And I do know who. <laughs> yeah, I was like, from what I from what I was seeing, they didn't, they did not look very good in Shakhtar Donetsk. Is for that reason in third, in my opinion. However, now that I did give you, I did give you my my groups. I do want to say three teams that I think will perform heavy, if that's fine. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, the th- the three teams I feel most confident. I got Bayern one, obviously Man City two, and call me crazy, call me crazy. I'm going Benfica three. Oh, okay. I feel like Benfica was pretty close last year, and they got a little taste of what could have been back to the old days. And I feel like I feel like they're definitely getting there. I like the the Di Maria signing, giving the little flashbacks. Yeah, giving that signing. So I definitely think they're going in the right direction. And I wouldn't be surprised if they make it pretty far this year. So, but yeah, Man City is obviously pretty pretty self-explanatory. I mean, they won last year. They've got a crazier team this year. So I mean, it just only makes sense. I would have Real Madrid up here, but. I'm going to go based off the fact that they still don't have their striker. And I feel like once these comp- once um, Champions League starts coming through, I feel like there's going to be a lot to worry about, heavy, a hefty workload. So we'll see how that goes. I feel like that's when they'll really start feeling it, that they're missing that, they're missing that striker role. But Bayern, adding that Harry Kane move, very sneaky, very good. And I think they'll start, they'll definitely perform in the Champions League. But yeah. That's my groups. Wow, okay. Well, you got some interesting picks here, Brian. I was going to say. Which ones would you say were interesting? Um. Well, first of all, uh, let me see. Where do I want to say? I'm, well, I'd say the big one that I'm surprised with, I guess, is that you put Newcastle to get grouped. I, was, I knew you were going to say that. No, I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. Uh, that one caught me off guard. I mean, I understand your reasoning 100%, but when I, when I pick my mine, you'll see why I don't have them being grouped. Surprise, surprise, I don't have them being grouped. Yeah. Um, nah, I figured. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, was, yeah. That was Right before I said that, I was going to be like, yeah, I was like, this is going to be the one and only shocking group. But, yeah, it is. Like, don't be surprised. I mean, I feel like people that – um, our fans of outside the Prem will most likely have uh, Newcastle being grouped, and I feel like most Prem watchers will be a little more biased when it comes to Newcastle, and they'll probably have them uh, winning it all. But um, Newcastle, yeah. obviously, you'll you see why like they're in the position to be here because of how their depth is compared to these other teams. But no, it's gonna be crazy though, for sure. It's very crazy, and I gotta say is um, this is a very exciting a bunch of groups, except the City one, which is trash. Um, literally the yeah, worst group exactly I was like almost all these groups are competitive in the sense like three teams are somewhat competitive except that one yeah. that one's trash but I was like but it's exciting the last uh, UCL group um, the last one before it turned into one giant playoff uh, so it's, yeah. it's, it's exciting um, no and I feel like this has been one of the better groupings in a while now like I feel like they've yeah. The last couple of groupings have kind of been repetitive. Like we've seen the same, the same couple teams, like in the same kind of groups, or like kind of the same matches. Like not same groups identically, but like you always have like two teams that like oh they usually play each other, and I'm just like you know, like we already know how this is gonna go, or like like that Man City group. Like a lot of times we have these like 
these groups where you just know who's going through and then you just have like two big groups of deaths and usually the groups of deaths have your favorite team so so it always goes that way apparently yeah no you're not wrong about i'm excited that. for these though no yeah for sure it's gonna be some very good games it's gonna be exciting like i can't wait uh, i'm excited to like look for the games are on tuesday it's gonna be some very good games um uh, but yeah i was gonna say like just to give you a rundown cause i don't know i gonna say is that the Champions League is very competitive, and you see a lot of small teams obviously get destroyed in previous yeah. years. But you'd be surprised sometimes some of these teams do be making some comebacks or some shockers like last year. Like, let me give you this, for example. Group B last year had Porto topping the group with Club Bruges in second. I think they're the oh, first Belgian club to ever make it to the round of, uh, yeah. the round of 16, I think it was. Yeah. And then Leverkusen yeah. in third, and Atletico Madrid got grouped, which is crazy. Because I'm pretty sure everybody had probably Atletico topping that group, and they got knocked out. Yeah. So Club Bruges were the shockers there that season, so you just never know. And then, um, you know, everybody, well, they weren't sure, but Barcelona got third. They dropped into the Europa League for the second year in a row there. And um, you saw Frankfurt beat out the teams like Sporting and Marseille. To yeah. Go through, um, you know what else is there? Uh, you see, like the Juventus in a group with Benfica, PSG. Um, you would expect yeah. them to get knocked out, considering how big those teams are. But they won yeah. it. They won it comfortably. They didn't lose a single group stage game either. But yeah, that was last yeah. season, which is crazy. But we'll see what happens uh, this season with this new one. But, uh, yeah, like, at the end, we'll, we'll go over, like, the new format of this. But uh, but for now, I will give my picks and where I think everybody will end up and why. Okay. I'm so, not going to lie. I feel like I know exactly, like, every single one of your picks. I feel like right, I already well, you, know. See if you can predict <laughs> yeah. it, then. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll literally try to, like, write it down, and I'll let you know as you're saying them. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, I originally had... Bayern first because Bayern is Bayern and they're looking better. They broke the the curse they had against um, Borussia Mönchengladbach, which they could not beat them forever, and they finally did it. So I feel like they'll finally do good. Um, so obviously they're getting top of the group. How could you not? Um, I have Copenhagen to get group. Copenhagen is is almost always in the Champions League, but they just don't really do much. I feel so. Yeah. I just feel like they're always here for the ride. But, um, yeah. yeah, so I feel like they'll get grouped. So, obviously, it comes out to second and third. So, I originally had Manchester United in second to go through straight to the knockouts. And you mm-hmm. would expect that, right? But yeah. there's a lot of turmoil going on at the moment with the situation with with United's uh, start of form being very shaky, being very bad at the moment. Um, I feel like if it wasn't for that Wolves game in which Wolves got robbed, United would be bottom of the table not bottom bottom but they'd be in the bottom half yeah i feel like wolves got robbed that game um otherwise they'd be much lower um so they have a lot of injury problems at center back to a point where they have harry Maguire, who they do not want playing to play is going to be playing with almost 40 year old if not 40 year old um what's his name johnny evans which nobody expected for him to come back to the club so they're having defensive issues back there um, and then all that Jaden Sancho stuff that's coming out and everybody saying that yeah. Ronaldo was right all along and 
ten hag this and ten hag that. There's a lot of pressure on the team to perform, and I don't know if they can do it. So, and to be a little different to shake things up. Plus, like I said, there's been recent times in previous years where small clubs do big shockers. I still remember yeah. this season where Celtic was in the same group as Barcelona, and they put up a fight, and I think they upset them. Um, they put up a good fight. I, I don't remember the outcome. I don't think Barcelona dropped down to the Europa League because I think recently that's become a thing. But I think Celtic yeah. put in a fight, so they ended up not topping the group that season. But I remember that season. It was a long time ago. I can't remember what year it was, but I remember that uh, season particularly. So I'm going to put Galatasaray in second and put yeah, United at third. I'm not going to lie. I don't even blame you there. I kind of forgot about the beef, but I feel like even with the stuff going on, I feel like Man United is too big of a club. But I wouldn't you be shocked, that. like you said. You, yeah, you, you, like I was literally about to say, I was like, I say that, but I was like, like you said, the, a bunch of these small teams, you, you shouldn't be shocked whenever they actually like end up performing and overperforming. And even if they overperform, they get there through and they find a way to make it through. So I was like, you can't call it overperforming, but sometimes some teams just don't. They're just not in the form or not good. And Man United is just one of those where it's just a dumpster fire right now and everything's going wrong. So definitely can see that one happening. Exactly. That's a perfect word that you said. A perfect term, overperforming. So many teams overperform in the Champions League and then they get knocked out like in the in the knockouts. But it's crazy to see them go on a crazy run or like go on this fairy tale run. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, for sure. Galatasaray used to be a big giant. They've fallen off in recent years, sadly. Um, I feel like Besiktas and Fenerbahce kind of took the lead for yeah. a moment. I don't know. I can't remember the last time Galatasaray was in the Champions League. I want to say it's been a couple seasons. I might be wrong, but I feel like it's usually been Besiktas or Fenerbahce usually up here. Um, but yeah, and they got a lot of talent. They're going to take a while to gel because it's a bunch of new players, but I feel like yeah, they could, you know, cause a shocker in the Champions League and send United down with all their troubles and woes and all I gotta say is they don't have they don't have uh, Mr. CR7 to bail them out, to bail them out this time that's all I gotta say he's not here to carry but them now, on their shoulders but now they got Mr. Point at your head yep Mr. Point at your head's gonna carry them through <laughs> Uh, I, I can't stop laughing every time I think of Man United. You just I think, think of, of that Rashford celebration. No, yeah, I think of this. <laughs> the but yeah, so we're gonna put Manchester United at third. I know a lot of people are gonna put them in second, but um, they just dropped a lot of points in recent times and a lot of balls. AKA Onana, the the wonderful <laughs> goalkeeper they brought in to replace De Gea is not looking like a good decision at the moment. But um, I don't know. So. Um, yeah, I'm going to put them there. And their defense is also kind of shaky. They have some injuries in defense. And and uh, it's just it's Manchester United, so I'm going to put them in third. You know, it would be hilarious if they drop down to the Europa League. So I'm going to put them third. Um, but yeah. yeah. And then at second, I'm going to put Galatasaray. So, Ooh, yeah, so most people might be surprised by that. But uh, they just got a bunch of new signings, uh, a lot of top-tier talent. They're looking like they want to fight for the Turkish League, let alone the Champions League. Um, I yeah. have, like I said, I feel like I haven't been in this competition in a while, and I'm sure they want to make an impact because they used to not cruise to the knockouts, but I feel like they used to always be in contention for the knockout. So, uh, I feel like they'll do well, uh, possibly. You know, I feel like not to no no offense to Copenhagen, I feel like it's an easy three points for all of them, and they just gotta hope for a good result against the other big ones, the other big teams. 
to go through. Yeah, you're not gonna lie. Yeah, but yeah, so I have them second, and then obviously who whoever doesn't have Bayern in first place is either a uni- <laughs> is either a United fan or they don't watch the sport at all. So they're either United fans or they don't watch the sport because I guarantee you there's a lot of United fans that have United finishing in first, but that's not gonna happen. There's no way that you beat Bayern once, let alone twice. That's not gonna happen. Uh, it's super buying for a reason. You know, they got so much talent. Uh, it's ridiculous. They didn't get the depth that they wanted at deadline day. They missed out on a lot of, a lot of signings, unfortunately, on their part. Yeah. I know they need a right back and a holding midfielder. Um, everything collapsed the last second. It just sucks. But they waited too long. You know, they waited until the last second to get players in. And it's never a good look when you're struggling, when you're, like, uh, panicking on deadline day to get something through that you could have got done ages ago. But, yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah. they do keep upgrading their attack, so I mean that never hurts, I guess. That they that do. always just yeah, that'll always just keep them up there, and that's why they'll just never be down there because their attack's always crazy. Exactly, and they even have young talent. It just it seems like they're just pumping out young talent every now and then. Every couple of years, there's a new guy emerging, and right now they have a they have Tell. I think it's like Matthias yeah. Tell. I don't know how you say his first name, but that guy is 18 years yeah. old and he's looking insane. He's looking like the next crazy wonder kid at the age of 18. So. Look out for him. I feel yeah, like not even wrong. Tribute for sure. All right, but that's my 100%. group A. But yeah, I, but that's my group A for group B. Um, so for group B, it's funny because I'm gonna leave it how as is. So like I have it right here, pretty much the same way Brian did. Um, you know, if anything, yeah. I'm almost half a mind to swap lawns and uh, PSV because I just PSV. feel like yeah, because even though PSV um. They did make it through the qualifying. Like I said, it's been a while that I can remember that there's been two Dutch clubs in the Champions League because the second place always has to go through qualifying. And they did do well to make it through qualifying stages. But you always got to go through some big teams to make it to the qualifiers. So I feel like um, they did well to make it. But I feel like they're kind of shaky in the moment. I know they're 3-0, and I believe, in the in the Eredivisie. But the Eredivisie is Eredivisie. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, but even then, if it wasn't for the fact that Lons had a rough start to the season, they lost a lot of their players. If not, I probably would have put Lons in third. So I'm going to leave it right here. So Lons fourth, PSV third. But don't be surprised if it's swapped. I'm just saying, don't be surprised. Um, well, I'm pretty yeah. I'm pretty sure even I had mentioned, too, that I could obviously see that as a swap. I feel like that's just one of those ones where it's just going to be, like, either or. Yeah. And, like, there's, a, there's justification for both of those teams. But, I mean... Yeah, I just went PSV third, but I can easily like see how you're going with that, and then see them fourth and Lens three. So, yeah, it's just gonna be one of those. Yeah, exactly. And even though I know everybody has Sevilla finishing third because of the Europa League joke about <laughs> how they're gonna drop into third and win the Europa League like always and whatnot, but I believe this is the last year that they could do this because I believe moving forward they're not gonna drop into the next one. Um, I believe yeah. that's how the, for, the format's looking like that nobody's going to drop down to the next year because they're saying um, that there's no way for Sevilla to drop down to Europa League so they might not be able to win it anymore afterwards going forward. Um, <laughs> but I just feel like even though they did, I feel like they didn't reinforce themselves too, too crazy, but they do have Sergio Ramos back and I love Sergio Ramos. He's a Real Madrid icon, one of the greatest Spanish defenders of all time, if not the greatest Spanish defender of all time. No offense to yeah. Uh, no, no offense to um, Hierro, who's also a Real Madrid icon, but um, I just feel like he's very good, and um, him having them having him back is gonna be great for them. Um, he has a lot of Champions League experience, obviously, so I just feel like they'll do they'll do they'll do good. They're good in European competitions, and the other teams aren't as crazy as you would expect. If they had another big team in this, a bigger team in this group, I would put them in third, but I don't think that's gonna happen. So I'll put them in second, and then obviously. 
Arsenal in first. Um, if you don't have Arsenal in first, you, you got to be a big hater. Um, I know it's funny to see Arsenal struggle and then everybody <laughs> everybody um, pretty much is uh, all up in roar. You know, uh, it's funny, but I just don't see any way that they finish outside of the top two, let alone uh, below first. They should get first easily. If they don't get first in this group, then it's sad on them and it's not looking good for them looking towards the rest of the season. It is a Champions League, yeah. but in a group like this, that's one of the easier ones. They should get first. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, 100%. Uh, but I think, but yeah. I, honestly, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna lie. I feel like there. I feel like if there is a team that like I could see through all these like underperforming, I don't know why, but then like something tells me that like I could see Arsenal underperforming. I don't know if it is being a Chelsea. It's an Arsenal. It's an Arsenal but... thing, and you are a Chelsea fan. Yeah, so I was just like, I don't know if that's a thing, but like, I get if there's definitely one I can see dropping, it'll definitely be Arsenal. But yeah. who knows? We'll see. Brian, you're gonna get slandered because you guys aren't in the cha- <laughs> you guys aren't in any European competition. I still gotta talk. You always gotta talk. You there you gotta go. Talk. There you go. We gotta have the banter ready on deck. Yeah. Um, but that's Group B. So for Group C, um, I know you put uh, Union Berlin in third and Braga in fourth. I'm going to swap mm-hmm. those because um, I feel like this is Union Berlin's first uh, season in the Champions League. Um, yeah. I, I just don't feel like they've recruited enough to compete for multiple competitions like this. And the Champions League is no joke at all. You know, like I say, yeah. you do see small teams surprising big teams every time. Like, I remember that, that year where Sheriff beat Real Madrid. And I remember there's been a couple times in the last couple, like, years that I think Shakhtar beat Real Madrid once. I can't remember what year it was. Um, mm-hmm. It might have been last year when they still had Madrid. I can't remember. But um, you just never yeah. know what happens. But Union, I just don't think, um, I don't think Union Berlin are going to be able to compete with the other guys i know braga is almost on par with their level and quality but braga have a really good squad um well not a good squad but they have a, they have decent players for the division that they play in you know they play yeah they competed really well last season in um the portuguese league and they always have a lot of uh, experience in the european competitions they have a competitive squad they have a competitive there squad. you go that's a better word so i feel like they'll be the ones to get there and drop down to the europa league i know they made it Somewhat far last year, I think they made it to the quarters and they lost to Rangers. I'm pretty sure it was the quarters, so they might get them yeah. this time around. But yeah, um, I'm not lie to you, Brian. If it wasn't for the fact that we have Braga and Union in this group, I probably would drop Napoli to third. But I'm gonna put them in Ooh. second. I say this because I just hey. feel like they've struggled a bit. But like struggle, str- struggle a bit where they would drop out of the out of the top two if there was a better team. I feel like that's not an exaggeration, but like I don't know, I don't know if they're dropped that. Yeah, I mean they do I got like good Napoli's players. There's there's still the same team. They did lose um they lost Kim and Jay, which is a big loss for them. You know, yeah, and, that was definitely a big loss. But I feel like the bigger loss is their manager that they had, and he was a really solid, yeah. a really solid coach. You know, like he guided them to their first uh, win, and who knows how long it's been since they had won it previously. Um, you know, he stepped away at the end of the season. I'm sure he just wanted to win, it, and he was happy with that. And he's like, you know what, that's that, and I'm good. But I'm not too convinced with the manager they have now. The results so far in the series haven't been too promising. But like I said, for now they stay in. They're lucky, but they're not in a harder group. I'm going to put them in second. 
Um, and yeah. for Real Madrid, I'm going to put them in first, of course, because the group is not as hard. They're So far, they've won every game that they've played. One of the few teams that remain that is perfect. Um, I don't. I, I don't remember. I know there's a couple that are left that are perfect. That they've won every game. Undefeated is one thing, yeah. but they're perfect. They've won every game so far. They've won every game in La Liga, so they're looking solid at the moment. I'm happy about it. I know they have some lack up top in the striker position, but as long yeah. as they get by in the group stages, that's all that matters. Maybe come the January transfer window, maybe Florentino Perez will will see. We'll see the light and decide to buy a, a primary striker. We'll see what happens. But Jude Bellingham's been <laughs> carrying crazy. But I don't know how long the the Jude Bellingham magic will last for us. So I'm hoping it holds on and he's able to contribute massively. So we'll see what happens. Well, they're they're already starting to link people to Madrid, aren't they? Like certain strikers. I'm pretty sure I saw one the other day that like somebody was getting linked. I forgot who it was, but it was a pretty big name. I'm not sure. They're being linked to everybody. During the summer, they're like, I hear that teams were like offering their players, like everyone was offering them yeah. strikers that they wanted to get rid of. And they're like, nah, 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 nah. So they pass along. We'll see what happens. But um, yeah. we'll see how it goes. But for now, they're doing pretty good. Last season, they started the same. So I'm, don't, trust me, I don't have my hopes up that well. Last season, they started off, I think they were a top of La Liga. I forget how many games they went in a row where they were perfect. And then I think they lost or they drew to Osasuna. It was a very frustrating game. I yeah. watched it. And then it just went downhill from there. And then in the end, they only won two out of four uh, competitions, unfortunately. But it is what it is. Can't yeah, win them all. I feel, like, I feel like that's how it always starts. It always just takes that one loss and then just like it, just it starts spirals. snowballing from there. But yeah. Yeah, you know. We'll see. Yeah. It, they're definitely on a hot streak right now, though. So Yeah, for sure. Vibes are still up for you. Yeah, and they played some decent teams. So it's not like they played a bunch of bun teams. So I'm still looking forward to yeah. it. So we'll see what happens. Um, but that's Group C. So for Group D, I have, in fourth, I obviously have FC Salzburg. So, I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure that the Giants of Austria and they qualify for this competition every single year because ever since they became sponsored by Red Bulls, no one can touch them at all whatsoever. Before you had your random, you know, your random Austrian teams that would qualify, but there's no way that's going to happen ever again unless there's a way to yeah. qualifiers, but that's probably not going to happen if there even is a way for that. But I'm gonna put them yeah. in fourth. They're obviously stronger in their division, but in this league, I don't see it. Like so there's upsets all the time. They could drop. They yeah. could pick up some points against the big boys, but I just don't see it. So I feel like they're gonna be fourth. But yeah. yeah, no. And in this, in the, in this group, I feel like it's an obvious fourth. Like I mean, it's not one of those other ones where there's like a couple of slackish teams towards the end. Like I mean. I think in mine, I had uh, Sociedad third, and I mean, I don't yeah, think you, Sociedad yeah. is on the same level as Salzburg, so yeah, just just a tough group that they got placed in if they wanted to perform. Yeah, you're not wrong. In my opinion, at least. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, the maybe if they were in another group, they'd have a chance, but I don't know. But like I said, upsets happen all the time in this, in this cup. You never know. Like I said, nobody predicted that. That um that Bruges was gonna make it to the round of sixteen, the first Belgian team to ever do it. Nobody thought that was gonna happen, so you just never know, honestly. Upsets happen all yeah. the time. That's what makes this competition so exciting. That's that's what And that's all we love the Champions League. <laughs> exactly. That's the same thing that saw Barcelona drop into the Europa League two years in a row. You just never know. Uh yeah. but yeah. Uh but okay, so for third, I'm going to put so you put Benfica first, Brian, and into mm-hmm. second, and third you put um What's it called? You put Sevilla. no, 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 no,
Yeah, I had a bad feeling here. Right when you said that I had Benfica first, I was like, 100% he's putting Benfica third. Yeah, so Benfica's a crazy good team. They dominate the Portuguese league. They brought in Angel Di Maria. It's a very good reinforcement. I commend the guy that he turned down offers from Saudi to come back to Benfica. I love it. Uh, Benfica's kits every year are so nice. And uh, Raul Jimenez used they to are, play. To be honest. Yes, they are. Raul Jimenez did used to play for Benfica, but I, I'm sorry. And um, but I'm gonna have to put them in third. Um, they do have a good team. They do have good players. They have that European pedigree, but they're still cursed, you know, Brian. I don't know if you know this, but they won, I believe, back to back the Champions League back in the fifties, and something happened with their manager, and their manager cursed them, and he said that they won't win the Champions League. I don't know if he said ever or for a hundred years or however long. But so far, yeah. as of now, every final that Benfica has played, they have lost. So, I know we're talking about the group stage, but... Yeah, I was about to say, I was like... I, I know we're talking about the group stage. I know we're talking about the group stage. last year, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we're talking about the group stage, but I just feel like they'll be third. And I'm not being biased, because I do love my La Liga yeah. teams. And I support my La Liga teams. But I yeah. feel like Sociedad is very strong, you know. I mean, they put up a fight against Real Madrid, you know. And that's a good testing yeah. point right there. So I just feel like Sociedad's not going anywhere. I feel like they're going to stay here. Um, we'll see how they do with these multi-competitions. Um, let's see if they're able to um, compete in all of it. Because it's, it's very taxing, especially when you don't have crazy squad depth. When you have a lot to play because they have La Liga, the Copa del Rey, and then obviously the Champions yeah. League. And it gets hectic, you know. You're playing Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then, you know, Saturday, Sunday, something like that. So it, it gets crazy. But I feel like, you yeah. know, they'll do well. You know, Takefusa Kubo is very solid. They have good players. Um, I just, I feel like they'll get second. I would almost put them in first, but uh, Inter is just very good at the moment. And they destroyed AC Milan, you know. They destroyed AC Milan yeah. over the weekend. So I just... I feel like I'm going to put them in first for that. I feel like that beatdown against Milan is more of a sign of their dominance versus AC Milan's, um, you know, like downfall, I want to say. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. So I'm going to put them in first. Um, and then obviously Sociedad in second. So that's what I'm going to go with like that. I respect that. I respect it. Yeah. So no offense to Benfica and any Benfica fans. It could go any way. You never know. Somebody might slip up and they may make the top two or who knows what happens. But, hey, man, hopefully may, maybe you go on and win the Europa League and break the curse, but probably not going to happen. No, yeah. And then how I feel like how I seen it, I was kind of just being a little bit more not like... Conservative, uh, kind of? Yeah, I was being a little more conservative. That's the word. I was being a little more conservative, always going for like not the big teams, but just like... I feel like what would be your obvious choice if this wasn't the Champions League, right? Like, if it was, if it was just a casual game, like, who I thought would win. But obviously, there's going to be some upsets, so definitely makes sense. I can definitely see it happening. That's one of those groups where it's just like, never know. The Sociedad and Benfica, like, um, difference isn't that big, to be honest. So yeah. I can definitely see it happening. Exactly. And Benfica's pretty and much Inter's in gonna here be every Inter. season. I don't know about your same, right? Yeah. I was like, and Inter's going to be Inter, so... Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be up there, so... Exactly. Um, well, let's say, um, they, Benfica are in this competition every year, and Sociedad hasn't been in it in, I think, 10 years. I might be wrong, but they haven't been in this competition in a long time, so you never know, honestly. You honestly never know how that goes. Benfica have that experience, that yearly experience, where they're always pretty much guaranteed a spot here, 
and Sosa that haven't been yeah. here in a while, so we'll see what happens. But I'm... it's definitely gonna be a hunger for Sosa. So. Oh yeah, for sure. I I agree with that. Um, and then I'm sure Inter have that hunger after being let down in the final where they choked that final yeah. against Man City that they had all the opportunities and chances to win, which they pretty much just threw away. But this year they don't have La Caca, so they have a good chance. You know, <laughs> they have a good chance this year. They still have Lautaro's. But they have, but they now have Arnautovic, who's a solid Serie A baller. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, and he's been performing. Yes, that he has. He's very much made it in the Serie A comfortably for the last couple of years. But yeah. So that is my group D. So moving on to group E, I have. So here you had Atletico, Lazio, Celtic, and Feyenoord. So for fourth, in my opinion, I have Celtic. So yeah. I'm sorry, Celtic fans. You, I know you're a big club. Um, I'm sure you'll do better than Rangers did last year, where I think they ended with zero points, which is pretty embarrassing. Um, but I just. I don't know. I just don't think you have what it takes to compete. Welcome back. It's been a while. I mean, Celtic are a great club. Nice crest. Uh, kit. Everything's great. They sing the same. They have the same anthem as Liverpool, the You'll Never Walk Alone. I don't know what the significance is there, but I just don't think you'll make it far. So I think fourth, you guys yeah. will be going home right away. But yeah, so this is the one where you'll be surprised, Brian. I'm sure you're going to know which way I'm going to go here. So I do think I know where you're going to go. So for third, I'm going to put Lazio. So Wow, the disrespect. <laughs> they did wow. lose Milinkovic Savage, and Milly Savage was a solid player for them in the midfield. But just get an idea. Last season in the Europa League, they also had Feyenoord in their Europa League group, mm-hmm. by the way. So Lazio drew all four games. They couldn't get a single win in that group. And five, I believe, um, no, no, not every, not everyone, obviously, because I think Feyenoord beat them. But um, Feyenoord yeah. beat them in their group stage last season with their full-strength squad before they lost their players to Saudi and all the other clubs they went to. Feyenoord beat them then um, last season when they went on to become uh, the Dutch champions that they haven't done in a while. Um, if they did it then, yeah. I feel like they can do it now. And they lost, like I said, Milinkovic Savage, who was like the heart and soul of their team. So I'm going to put them third. And plus, obviously, Feyenoord, um, like I said, Santi Jimenez plays here. He's one of my favorite Mexican players at the moment, since the rest of them I'm pretty much disappointed. He's the only one that has not let me down. He's a great player for his club, not so much national team. He gets very nervous at the national level. <laughs> Very nervous, but when it comes to club ball, he just balls out. He was, at one point last season in the Europa League, he was on top of the goal-scoring table for the Europa League last season, and I feel like he'll do well. The only downfall is that he's suspended, I believe, for two or three games because his, yeah. his quarterfinal game against um, Roma last year, he got a red card in the dying minutes, and it sucks because they were so close to going through. They, I think they mm-hmm. they conceded to draw in the final minutes. Otherwise, it would have went through, which kind of sucks, and that's what got him that red card. So he's out, and he's obviously their big striker, but they've been balling out in the Dutch League. Three games where they've destroyed their opponents, 5-1, 6-1, so they are balling at the moment. Uh, they started a little slow. They got two draws to start off, which kind of sucks because you can't drop points, especially with 
with uh you got PSV IX and like AZ Alkmaar that are pretty solid. So I feel it sucks that they drew drop points really early on, but my point is I feel like they'll do well even without Santi for the first couple games. And I just have faith in these guys. I feel like they'll do well. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they did it last season. They beat Lazio last season. So I feel like they can do it again. Um, and then obviously, I have Atleti first. Last season, they were very disappointing. They got grouped last season. They ended fourth. They went nowhere. It was very disappointing. But I don't know, Brian. I told you when we did our La Liga predictions that Atleti are very shaky. And I was right. How do you go from beating... Rayo Vallecano, I think six or seven nil, right? Or was it six or seven yeah. one? I can't remember. But... I think it. Was, I think it was seven one. Okay, how do you go from that to losing three nil to Valencia? So Valencia last year almost got relegated. They were close to the bottom most of the year. They were struggling, and I felt like they were going to be close to the bottom again. But they beat them three yeah. nil, which is huge. Oh no, seven zero, seven zero, seven zero. Yeah, I thought they kept a clean sheet. Okay, seven zero. But the fact that they lost to Valencia is not good news for them early on. I just don't know how they're going to come back from that. But luckily for them, I keep saying this, all these big teams that are struggling got lucked out in, with their draws. Except for one yeah. team, which I'm going to talk about in the next one. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I have them first, obviously. I feel like they'll be fine order. I'm sure they have so much depth and their defense is insane. So, I feel like they'll be able to win the group out and go through, unlike last year. Yeah, but I'm not going to lie. Not calling this group lackluster, but I mean, of all, yeah, of, all, of all groups, I feel like this is the... Behind, obviously, this, group the, Yeah, this is, the, this is the basically like one of the easiest groups here. So then I feel like with this one, there's actually probably like room for some movement. I feel like if we get a shocker, it's gonna come from this group. I'm not gonna lie to you. You're not wrong, honestly. Anything could happen. We we never know. What if Celtic end up winning in the top two? I don't think so, but you never know. Yep. Yeah, because I hear that that atmosphere at Celtic Park is insane, and you can imagine that like the atmosphere at home for most of these clubs are gonna be the difference maker for sure. If so, you best believe I'll be behind the Celtic boys. Yeah, <laughs> behind them for sure. I mean, I love an underdog. I'm not against Celtic. They just happen to be in this group, you know. It just they could have had an easier group or an easier draw. I mean, I say that, but there's a chance for an upset. So they do have potential, but we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. But yeah, so Group F. This is the group of death. And like I said, a great way to end off the group stages for these competitions with the crazy group de- group of death. Any of these clubs could have made it through in any other group if they were placed. But this is how it went. So, for fourth, I'm going to put Dortmund. I know you put them in third and mm. you put Newcastle in fourth. But Dortmund yeah. started off really bad in the league. They dropped points against the recently promoted Heidenheim, which is not very good. And then also, I forget what other club. There was another club that dropped points to that. They had no business dropping points to. I think it was like Stuttgart. I can't remember what club it was, but they dropped points to two lower league or lower sides, two lower table sides, and that's not very good to start off because you already know Super Bayern is in full effect, and they got to take as many points as they can if they want to compete, truly compete. And I had a feeling, too, that they were going to struggle, especially with their loss of, players you know they lost jude which is a big player you know and um yeah they're i know they're gonna struggle in the bundesliga and i and i can see it has they have struggled in the bundesliga and for this reason i'm gonna put them in fourth in the group you know yeah but yeah 
But yeah, I have him there. And then third, so I'm going to surprise you, Brian. Just saying. Oh, I think I know where this is going. I'm going to put Milan in third. Yeah, no, why no, spelled no, out. <laughs> yeah, no offense to Milan fans. Um, I, you know, just saying, no offense. The but Milan is blue. Just saying, but um, I don't know. After that beatdown against Inter, you just never know. But I just felt compared to uh, PSG and Newcastle, I feel like they would end in third. Um. Nothing to do with the players they have or who they have on their squad, yeah. but I feel like they've gotten some good results early on. But that last game against Inter looked very, very dodgy. To lose that big against your arch rivals is just never a good thing. But I just don't yeah, think this is, they can do it. This is one that I can definitely not see the logic behind. I just find it so hard to see them third. I mean. Hey, you never know. I might get shocked, but this is just one where I just feel like it's the obvious one or two. I mean, I put them one, but I can obviously see them being like at least I two. Get There's it. no way they drop to three. There's no way. I just have faith in Newcastle. Their squad is very decent. They don't have a lot of depth. They had a rough start to um, that a rough start to the the Premier League. Like I said, every club um, has struggled and they've gotten lucked out by easy groups. But this one is not easy yeah. at all. So this one would be the opposite. So your prediction of them in fourth would actually be accurate in the sense of that they started rough in the league, and so yeah. most likely they might start rough in the Champions League. But I just feel like Newcastle. They I feel like they can do it. You know, I remember when Leicester won the. Prime in the next year, they made it to I think to the quarters against uh, uh, and they lost that against Atleti, and I thought that was exciting, you know. That was their, their yeah. debut. I know Newcastle have been here, but it's been a long time. But I don't know, there's just something about Newcastle, they're a great squad, they have good players, you know. I just imagine that I don't know, like Sandro Tonali, I feel like he might have a chip on his shoulder, he might want to show Milan what they missed out on. By letting him go. Um, sometimes, you know, it's not a bad decision to let your big player go. Like, look at West Ham. They let Declan Rice walk. And the players they brought yeah. in have, like, more than enough helped to propel them to the top of the table. Which is crazy. Because you would never expect them to be in the top parts of the table. But, especially after losing Declan Rice. But that happened. So, I feel like with AC Milan losing Tonali, he might be the motivation for him to help and show them what they missed out on and what... They could have been just saying. Yeah, yeah, and it and it is the group of death at the end of the day. So I mean, I can definitely back that. I suppose, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just find it hard. But it's a group of death for yeah. All these teams are good, so we'll just that's just gonna be one of the ones we're just gonna have to watch every single game, and it's gonna be interesting throughout the whole oh, yeah. um, grouping. I'm excited for that for sure. I can't wait. So I can't wait for PSG versus um versus <laughs> Newcastle because technically it is yeah, two. I was literally about to say the same thing. I was like, I cannot wait for PSG versus Newcastle. It's going to be funny. Technically, it is two oil clubs, so it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, technically, even though you can't tell with Newcastle because they've, they've done it, you know, the correct way. You know, obviously, yeah. you, know, you don't like seeing the way PSG and City muscled their way into um, relevancy, but I love the way Newcastle are doing it. So that's why I'm always a big supporter of them and what they do. You know, I always hope they do well, even though obviously they're not my team. It's just, it's exciting to see a team. Yeah. 
come up. You know, the, so all the signings that they made weren't crazy. I feel like anybody could have made the signings that they made. It's not like they went out yeah. and they bought like Mbappe or or like Ronaldo. They're not or buying Messi's. superstars. They're just yes. buying people and creating superstars. That's exactly. They're buying young players with potential and helping them mold them into like superstars, which they've done with Bruno Gumeraish, who's done very solid yeah. so far. You know, so yeah, that's what I'm gonna say there. And they brought some more. They bought some more young uh, gems to this this past windows. I feel like they'll 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 do okay. I'm gonna put them in second. But yeah. anybody could finish. Anybody could end in any position in this in this group because it is the group of death. And all four of these teams are very solid teams. So you never know. You never know. Yeah. What if PSG and Newcastle get knocked out and you see Milan and Borussia Dortmund go through? That'd be crazy. But imagine. That would be kind of crazy. Not gonna yes, lie. it would be very crazy. But yeah, so I'm gonna put PSG first. As much as I would love to drop them down to second, that's not gonna <laughs> happen. And I say this because I just feel like their form has been kind of shaky. So you know, honestly, as I go on with my prediction, I start to feel like yours is pretty safe. Your prediction, so Milan first, yeah. PSG second. You know, Dortmund. Well, I still say Dortmund fourth, and then uh, Newcastle. Um, it's, well, see, I. I, I knew at the end of the day you're gonna have a spot in your heart for PSG at first, so that's why I left them for you. But I, yeah, that's why I did. I do not safe. have a single piece. <laughs> I don't have any room for PSG in my heart. Trust me, they are the hatred. They're the hatred. The hatred that lies within. Trust me, I love seeing their downfall at the moment, knowing that they're not top of their league and that they struggled against uh, what you would expect to be easy opponents. Makes me so happy. Um. Yeah, they're just lucky they went up against Leon and Lens, like Lons, sort of yeah. Leon. Because I guarantee you, Leon will get their shit together sooner than later. Yeah. But they got lucky that they face these guys early. If not, I kid you not, they'd be mid table. That's what I will say. So yeah, we'll see. Mbappe keeps having to bail them out, and considering that Mbappe is supposed to be the main piece to and like overall a huge squad, that's not a good sign. He shouldn't be the one bailing you out. He should be like helping propel them forward, not. You know, like carrying them in these games, considering all the all the money yeah. they spent. Um, but I just feel like they'll get first, even though they've been struggling in the league. It's just it's the Champions League, and who knows? They may it may surprise me. All I gotta say is, if PSG dropped down to the Europa League, it would be the most hilarious thing of all. I think them dropping down to the Europa League would be better than them getting knocked out straight because they'd have to play in the Europa League, and it'd be hilarious. You know? Yeah, and I feel like I feel like there's no way three bad years in a row right like i feel like at some point it has to turn around yeah at least you'd think it's so, not gonna happen this year honestly uh, i saw I it last know. year i saw it last year i thought they might have they had a chance at winning it last year and they fumbled it i just don't think this year with the transition period that they're gonna win it um so that's why i said don't be surprised if they drop out but it would be hilarious i can't see it happening yeah. i don't think the no, I don't, yeah i don't think the what's called the I was going to say Saudis, but they're not Saudis. The the Qataris, I don't think they'd let yeah. that happen. I don't think they would let it happen. I, I think they would lose their shit if that happened. But it'd be Dude, hilarious. They'll, out, they'll just buy out everybody in this story. Yo. <laughs> like, there, ain't, there ain't no chance. Oh, of that. course. But uh, it'd be hilarious for sure. But yeah, so I have PSG there, and that's my group F. Like I said, some people might not like it. I know yours is drastic, and you... You saw every point I made against all the other ones, but this is the one where you're putting your foot down where you disagree. The massive yeah, thing. no, that's the one where I just cannot. <laughs> like, that's I don't okay. know, it's just too crazy in my head. But that that is just me being conservative. But that's it is fine. the Champions League, so we will see. 
That's fine. For once, you're being conservative, and I'm not being conservative, and that's okay. I know, it's funny. Of right? course, it's when it's the Champions League, right? It's the Champions League, man. It's like the FA Cup. Uh, Crazy shit happens. Yeah. Crazy shit happens. But yeah, so that's my group F there. Group G. This is the easiest group, man. Easy. I'm not even going to spend that much time here. All right. So I know you put Young Boys in third because they have a funnier name, and you put Red Star in fourth, so Servinus Vesda. But I'm putting Servinus Vesda in third for the fact that they, they're, I don't know, I think they've been up here before. They usually are in the Europa League yeah. and whatnot, but they compete. You know, they compete. They make it to the knockout sometimes in the Europa League. So I feel like they got more of a pedigree than young boys do. So I just feel like Servina, again, a top, uh, not top, they're going to get in third here. And then that's just what I have to say about that. No disrespect to either of those clubs, but that's just mm-hmm. how I see it. And obviously in second, we have Leipzig. It's going to be the battle for first and second, but Leipzig have been done well considering they lost a lot of players. You know? There will be no battle for first and second. Just let it you know. just, you never know. Hey, Leipzig have no done well. Battle. I got to say, Leipzig have done well considering all the players that they've lost. You know, they've been solid. I don't solid. care how well they have done. There will not be no battle. Can, you gotta be a little optimistic. There will be no battle. You gotta be. Right you gotta be a little optimistic. You never know. What if City draw points to Young Boys? Pep is not gonna <laughs> let that happen. I don't care. Oh I don't care God. what happens. There could be like a freaking lightning striking in um, Holland right in the dome, but that is not happening. <laughs> they will not draw. Points. No, I mean Julian Alvarez has stepped up massively this season. So honestly, even if Holland yeah. doesn't perform. Julian Alvarez is there to clutch up, but um, I don't know. All I gotta say is that Leipzig are a good club, and they put up fights in previous years. They lost players, but they brought in good players. You know, like Xavi Simmons is balling like crazy. If anything, PSG should have kept him, but um, yeah. but he's on loan at the oh, moment, definitely. and they're doing really well even without losing. You know, like they lost Vardiol and Nkunku, and um, uh, they lost a lot. Of, I forget who else they lost. I know they oh and Svalzai. They lost him too. They they always lose players. It's crazy. They just stay competing. Yeah. You know they lose players, but yeah. And then obviously City's in first because City is City, and nobody likes City unless, uh, yeah, unless you're a bandwagon fan, uh, a young fan, or you're from the from Manchester. I guess I don't know. Yeah, and I don't want to take anything from RB Leipzig. I feel bad now. I don't want to. I don't want to make it seem <laughs> you're like shitting I'm on RB Leipzig, no, man. I, I I know who they are. I know what they bring to the table. But yeah, I just yeah, I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm Brian's just terrified of City. That's why he's terrified of. No, City. I just know who they are and what they bring to the table. <laughs> Brian, that's all. Are you sure that they are them? Are you sure that they are him? <laughs> they're becoming him and they will probably solidify it this Champions League. Oh, no, nah, we'll I will give them their respect if they win it back-to-back because the last thing that did it is obviously with Madrid and no one had done it since yeah. before they, when it was still called the European Cup. Well, no one's done it in the, since it's been called the UEFA Champions League other than Real Madrid, so we'll see what happens. If they win it back-to-back, yeah. I'll give them their props even though I don't like them and I hope that they don't. But, yeah, so City is first there, sadly, so... And then here we go on to Group H. So I'm honestly going to keep it the same way you did, Brian. You know, um, I'm going to put, obviously, the nice. yeah, same way. So fourth, obviously, we have Royal Antwerp. Third, we have Shakhtar Donetsk. Second, we have FC Porto. And then first, we have Barcelona. So first of all, um, I do not like um, 
was the club. I do not like Royal Antwerp because they stole a place of the Champions League from AEK Athens, and they stole my dream of seeing two more Mexicans <laughs> play in the Champions League. So now they, so instead of them playing in this Group H, they're playing in the Group of Death in the Europa League. So thank you, Antwerp. I hope you win. I hope you win zero games. I hope you can take nothing. You know, I know that they get. That's gonna be toxic. So in the Champions League, they get money for draws and wins, and I hope they get zero wins. Oh, I'm sorry, Antwerp fans. I'm gonna be a hater because I'm upset and salty that they knocked out AK Athens. They did all that just to make it to the Champions League and win zero games. I guarantee you, they'll get slapped up by by um Dor- Dor- and, uh, Shakhtar Donetsk. Just them alone. Let alone what Porto and Barcelona are gonna do to them. Just watch. They'll see. Yeah. Just saying. But no, yeah. definitely. And third, we got I Shakhtar. Can't even, I, yeah, you can't even. I feel, like that's one, I feel like that's one that you can't even like justify. Like I was just like, you know what? Like just because you're talking smack about it, I was like, I'm gonna move up to third. But no, no chance. No, there's, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. They got <laughs> old, they got first. washed up Alderweireld, and then yeah, uh, I don't even know who else they got. I think they had before Nine Golan, but I think he's playing for a second division yeah. team now. I think it's Fall, but I don't even know. But I don't know. They're getting fourth, and then third, yeah. I got Shakhtar. Shakhtar is obviously a, a, ca- a casual, uh, uh, regular in this in this league, so they yeah. do have some interesting performances. They've had some upsets. You know, they've they've always they used to be that team that used to produce every Brazilian, so every Brazilian mm-hmm. came through this club, but they haven't been as of late. But yeah, I feel like they'll get third here. Uh, I don't see them beating like well passing up. Porto and, and Barcelona because they are them and that's going to happen. So we never know, but it's not going to happen. Um, they did put up a fight against Madrid last year, but it's just not going to happen. They're going to get third and drop down to the Europa League, but we'll see. And then second, I'm not going to be biased. I'm going to put Porto in second. <laughs> uh, Porto is Porto. They got good players. They recently just signed a Mexican on loan. He's a right back. So that's exciting. Uh, yeah. Porto solid squad. They're they're always competing in uh, the Portuguese league, but I just don't think they can topple Barcelona. And now uh, speaking of Portuguese teams, let's bring up some Portuguese players. So they signed up uh, Jao Felix and Jao Cancelo. And so yeah. those are two pieces that they desperately needed. I guarantee you that they're gonna ball out. So they did very well over the 100%. week. Yeah, they did very good over the weekend with these guys. Um, and it looked like the missing pieces that they for sure needed. So I just, it's it's worrying as a Real Madrid fan, I can't lie, seeing that they have a lot of new uh, rejuvenation of attack. Jao Felix just mold perfectly in that squad. And I'm sure Brian, are you, I don't know, you tell me as a Chelsea fan, do you regret not keeping Jao Felix at the moment? I do regret it, but to be honest, I'm not going to lie. I feel like we weren't doing him any justice. So, I mean, let him fall out somewhere else because of anything. We were just, I feel like we're just delaying his progression. and He could be such a great player elsewhere based on um, Chelsea's like current form. So, I feel like at the moment, he wasn't a fit because nobody's a fit at Chelsea at the moment, it seems like. But I definitely wish they would have kept him in my personal opinion. Yeah, honestly, your guys' midfield was just too, like, stacked with players. So is your attack. So maybe it is better that way. Um, but, yeah. And then Jao Cancelo was trouble for City and Bayern to a point where they did not want him at all. All right, it's a loan. I'm pretty sure it has a buy clause. So we'll see what happens. 
Um, Jao Cancelo, not Jao Cancelo. I mean, I mean uh, they're both Jaws. The Jaws. Yeah. The Jaws. Jao Felix. Uh, I'm pretty sure his is just straight loan, so there's no um, there's no purchase, which is crazy because Atletico is making a crazy ton of money off just loans. Cause I think they charge, yeah. I think they charge you guys ten mil last season. And I think they also charge Barcelona like ten mil. So they're making bank, yeah. and they get to like recoup his rights too. And I'm just telling you right now. So it's looking like Jao Felix is like the first player that that has gone from. Atleti to Barcelona that's actually panned out because they had Griezmann that didn't pan out. He went back. They got him for peanuts after they sold him for a ton. Uh, I, I don't know if you remember from back in the day, they, they sold them Arda Turan who flopped massively. Yeah. And then he... No, I remember. Then he went from somewhere else. I don't know. He he got himself into some trouble and he ended up somewhere else. So that's that. Um, I forget who else they had, but there's just a streak of where they send players to... Barcelona, they don't pan out, and then they buy them for peanuts, and they come back and they perform well. So, I think Jao Felix is gonna break that streak. He's just looking like he fits really well in that squad. Um, yeah. they're, they're gonna shout out some big money. I guarantee you right now, uh, Atleti have sent have sold them players for tons of money in the past, and it's not gonna stop anytime soon. You know, so if they want yeah. him, they gotta fork over some big cash. That's all I gotta say. At least a hundred mil, I'd say, and they don't got that kind of money, so. They better hope they enjoy their one-year rental on Joe Felix. Yo. Unless they want to sell more assets, no. you know. No, I'm not going to lie. I feel like out of, out of um, Joe and Cancelo, I feel like Cancelo will do better just because, like, I feel like he's going to be, like, on a revenge tour, like, to prove himself, to prove that he's still Joel. And I feel like with Barcelona, I feel like they'll kind of give him free reign into the attack. And I feel like whenever he's always in the attacks, whenever he performs, like, you just got to let him free roam up in the attack and that's just whenever he's whenever he's at his best so honestly i see like a revenge tour coming from jaw cancelo yeah i would be scared if i would be scared if i was in la liga right now i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna lie or two like in the champions league because i'm pretty sure like almost 100 percent. i don't want to say 100 percent exactly because crazy things can happen but pretty sure they're gonna qualify in the champions league and once they get there I feel like they're gonna be one of those scary teams where you're just you're just gonna be fearing because of how how deep their team is and just like how talented it's getting. Yep, not wrong. You're pretty much dead on about that. So it looked like they got the missing pieces that they desperately needed, but we'll see. We'll see if Joe Cancelo can stay out of trouble. Because um, I know yeah, he has always that aspect. Exactly. He. It seems like he. He has outgrown his boots, I guess. He has become too big for his own boots, I guess. I don't know if that what the saying is, but um, he I don't know who he thinks he is. Like no offense, but um, yeah. he, he's a great player, but attitude, man. It's just you just gotta have that attitude. You gotta stay humble. You gotta stay hungry in the aspect of you want to keep winning and pushing yourself. You don't want to ever become too big to a point where you feel like you are bigger than the badge which is what it made it seem. Yeah. We don't know what the full story is, what happened at City or Bayern, but something happened to a point where where Pep didn't want him anymore and Bayern didn't want to buy him. They didn't want to keep him because who knows what. Like, he didn't even end up playing that much. He played some games, but then they ended up benching him in the end, so he didn't even end up playing at all. So, and he ended up... Yeah. And because of that, he ended up missing out on lifting the Champions League trophy with City because obviously he was uh, with uh, Bayern... So he didn't end up get to do that. Yeah. So it's just he just lost in general, and I just hope that he's able to fix his attitude. Like I'm not trying to throw any shade to the Portuguese or Portuguese players, but it's starting to look like a lot of the, these Portuguese stars are starting to grow a big head to a point where they think they're bigger than the club or bigger than everybody else. 
Um, as you could see, like in the national team, like you see them arguing in butt heads like crazy. And I think for that reason, even at, when Ronaldo goes, they're going to struggle even more because he looks like the leader. And these guys, once he's gone, they're just going to be butting heads nonstop, saying that they're they're the leader, that they're the biggest player, this, 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 and that. I know that's nothing to do. This has nothing to do with Portugal, the national team, but I'm just saying that some of these guys are just having too much of a swole head where they're letting things get to them, and it's just not good for them. I'm just saying. Well, you got Bruno, like the biggest example there for you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Bruno himself is the biggest example. For oh, I know. He is. Is. Yeah. Exactly. He's the biggest one right there. You know, he had one good season at United, and now he thinks he thinks he's the next coming of uh, Ronaldo and Eusebio. So I don't know. Yeah. He thinks he's the next Portuguese icon there, but I guarantee you, at the moment, he's not delivering like it. Um, he's not showing like he's the leader like it. And I'm telling you, once Ronaldo's gone, they're going to be missing him sadly. And Portugal will not be the same identity as they are now. Just because you have great players don't mean that you are a good team. I mean, look at Germany yeah. in the last couple of years. Look at Italy in the last couple of years. You can't tell me that they have a, a team stacked with ballers, but they just can't get it together. You know, it's Sometimes good teams doesn't mean anything. You see crazy teams make it to these big competitions just based on how they gel. So. We'll see. Yeah, 100%. We'll see. I don't think Cancelo will get out of line in that Barcelona dressing room with players, with Xavi there. But they did lose, like, PK. And I feel like PK was that vocal, you know, that, you know, like, that vocalness in the locker room. I don't know who else they have. They also lost, you know, Sergio Biscuits and, um, and what's his name? And then uh, Jordi Alba. So, I don't know. I don't know who they have to lean on at the moment, you know. Uh, Rakitic isn't there anymore. So, I feel like a lot of the players are new guys. So, I don't know how they're going to. How they're gonna decide that the leadership? Well, you is. say that you say that you don't think he'll do it with Xavi there, but I mean he did it with Pep. And, true, I mean, Pep's you're like very right. Or you just respect. So that's very Never true. Know. He's someone you don't want to mess with because you mess around. You know, you already know the saying: you mess around, you find out. Just saying. Yeah. Exactly. So we'll see. Well, true, he did it with Pep. So why wouldn't he do it with Xavi? I just hope that he gets it together. You know, like I'm a fan of the Portuguese national yeah. team, obviously because of Ronaldo, and I want to see them succeed and win something before Ronaldo retires, and I just hope these guys get it, you know, get more, you know, yeah. like, uh, more humbled. They they settle in a bit and just calm down. But, yeah, we'll see how he does in that locker room. But so far, they're balling, and I just feel like they're going to be – they look like a new Barcelona. They're not looking like the team that I thought were not going to do well. Now they're looking like they're pretty much competing for first. So it's going to come down yeah. to who drops or slips up first. But yeah, so enough no, of, enough of that. So I know I ranted a bit. I apologize, and I know <laughs> I went on a bit. But those are my picks. Any thoughts, Brian? Before we end off, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I'm telling you, there's one sleeper, and that sleeper I'm gonna call out now. Gonna be Lazio. Don't be surprised whenever they come out. I know you have them third, I believe, I do, but I do. don't be surprised. I can literally see them going first, though. So. Letting you know that's because that's gonna be my one shocker that I'm gonna call now. Yeah, um, you know that's fair for me. I'm going to go with you know I'm gonna go with Braga. You know because one mm. thing I've learned is you don't. I've heard this quote before. It's not mine, but you don't sleep on Portuguese teams in the Champions League or in European competitions. Actually, it's funny because I heard it from a. One of your fellow countrymen, Brian. If you, I don't know if you know who he is, but well, I'm sure you know who he is. But I don't know if he watches uh, his videos. Yeah. Jimmy Conrad. Yeah, yeah, that is his saying, and I and I agree with it. You know, you see, 
you see what Porto Benfica does in Sporting before two. I know they're not here this season, but you just never know. Don't sleep on these Portuguese clubs in these competitions. That's all I'm gonna say. Don't be surprised if and they I, surprise you. As we're gonna give one to to perform, I think we should also end off with one that with yeah. one team that we think will underperform. That will. I'm not throw. gonna lie. Yes, I'm not going to lie. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I can see it being two teams. So one for the memes. I'm going to say PSP. <laughs> but realistically, <laughs> I'll say Newcastle. I think they're not. I think they'll underperform. Okay. That's fair. I, you know, I, I'm okay with that prediction. Your reasoning made it seem like some sense there. You know, it's not just you being yeah. hateful towards Newcastle because you have no beef with Newcastle. And I agree with your no, reasoning I don't. there. Um, you know, I, you know, I like it. I like it. Um, for underperformance for like a team that could throw, it's tough. You know, I'm kind of split between a couple. So I already have United at third. So that's already spoken in for, um, I'm getting two. Okay. I want to say one is Atleti. Mm. Because, like I said, that three 0 loss against Valencia is very concerning. Yeah, and no, I already told you before that. Them. Yeah, before the season started, they were looking shaky without Jao Felix, and then they proved me wrong and they smashed Rayo Vallecano. But then they went and they lost to Valencia, so it's not looking com- like um, consistent. You want consistency if you want to make it out, and they bombed out last season in a group they should have went through. So I feel like they're one. And then for two, I'm going to go with PSG, you know. I know you said it for the memes that you don't think it's realistic, but yeah. if Mbappe keeps having to bail these guys out, they're not going to make it far because if the other players don't step up, this is going to happen. I don't think Gonzalo Ramos has done much. I, maybe he has a goal. I think nah. he scored a goal. I think he's had some preseason game goals, but I don't think he's scored Yeah, he's been kind of quiet. He's been very quiet. And then Randall Colomwani, I mean, he's been there, here, there, you know, but he still has to get used to this new squad. And then the big one is um, Dembele is throwing massively. Yeah. If anybody yeah, saw that last game. Exactly. If anybody saw the last game, he had a one-on-one with the goalie and he shanked it so wide, it probably ended up in the, in the freaking fan stand. You know, it was so wide, it was crazy. You got to see that clip alone, but... No, I feel like I they can do it. Yeah. I like rewatched them just like how is that even possible? I don't even know. It's like if he just shot it from the outside of his foot, like I don't know what he was thinking, but it's not it's looking like at the moment I mean he was performing well for Barcelona, but at the moment it's looking like Barcelona yeah. police them, you know, because he's not looking too hot yeah. at the moment. And now, uh, I'm sure it'll yeah. turn around, but I don't know how quick it'll turn yeah. around as the being. Exactly. And then also another thing is remember they're they're starting Asensio as the striker when they have these other big strikers so that's another worrying thing. I just don't think Asensio is he's good in that role. I feel like his best role is as a winger. I know you have Dembele and and Mbappe and that's why you have him at center forward. But you got to find a new yeah. formation to adapt them all. Maybe like a Cam and striker formation somewhere like where you can fit these guys in. You know, maybe like but a, a four-two-three-one or something. I've- I feel like why they have um, what's his face, bro. Just said his name Asensio. and I already forgot. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Asensio. I don't know. Why I was thinking of freaking Lucas. What's his face? Oh, oh Lucas Hernandez. <laughs> no, 
of Vasquez. I don't know oh. why I have him in my, I don't know why I have him in my head. Lucas like, Vasquez. I know. No, like, they like, can. Literally. If they want Lucas Vasquez, they can have Lucas Vasquez. I'm okay with that. No, literally, that thing just jumped in my head, and I was just like, dude, I was like, that's not what I'm thinking about. I don't know. Uh, what's yeah. Called? Yeah, I think they have him at that role because he meshes well with Luis Enrique's system. Like with Luis, or with Luis Enrique being a Spanish manager, I feel like he's kind of the one that grasps what he's gonna do best. Yeah. So I feel like that's why they're giving him such a big role, just because like like I know Dembele was over there too, uh, with Barcelona. Yeah. With Barcelona, he did coach him for a little bit in Barcelona, I believe. Yeah, but I don't. I feel like Asensio is just one more that grasps what he wants to do best. So like, I feel like he's just taking the bigger role. But I mean, never know. Yeah, that's. I personally would not want him being my striker and like leading my team. But I mean, if it if it's working and if it's for that reason, then I respect it. Yeah, but remember, um, his big headedness is the reason why Spain got knocked out early because he was biased and he called up a bunch of Barcelona players, some that were trash, some that were good. All I gotta say is there is no reason for them to call up Eric Garcia over players like Nacho and Sergio Ramos, and there's so yeah. many players they could have called up, but they it looked it made it obvious that his Barcelona bias got in the way, and that's what cost them the tournament. That's all I gotta say. So. That's that. I just feel like his big headedness will get in the way and it might cause him some results. Uh, like I said, Asensio's a good player. I just don't think he's capable of playing that false nine slash striker role. I just feel like they're better off finding a formation to fit them all in with a striker up top. I feel yeah. like Gonzalo Ramos or Colo Moani up top would be much solid, more better. You know, and I just think about it. A front three of Mbappe, Colo Moani, and Dembele. These guys play in France together. So I feel like that's a good link up, you know? I feel like you can't yeah. go wrong with that. It just seems like a good thing. I feel like that's what the lineup is too. Yeah. I feel like that was their lineup this past um this past international break too, because I know Giroud was out, so Colomuani was the leading striker, and Nkunku was out too. So it yeah. just that's what they were running then. So why not why not run it now, you know, and just drop a center down to a camp. It just, I feel like he would thrive there much better. He's more of a facilitator, you know. Like I I know he had a lot of goals that he scored Madrid outside the box where he cut in from the right, take a shot with his left foot. Yeah. But I just don't feel like he's doing that adjustice playing as a center forward i feel like they should really swap a formation to fit them all in like a four two three one like i said so you have obviously colin yeah. on the top left you know you already I already had said it and then the two midfielders down below that they can have them is like a vitinha and um i forget who else they have like vitinha ugarte or i forget i forget who else they have it's so sad PSG is so out there that I know like more about PSG squad and death versus like other random clubs. I'm tired of PSG, Literally. man. I'm tired of PSG. <laughs> Somebody knocked them off. You can, you can get you can get a lot of Man City now. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm all right with the other though. But yeah, so that's that. That's that's our shots at the moment. Uh, we went a little long. Like I said, I know I'm keeping the Brian a little bit. Brian has. In early morning tomorrow, so if you made it to this point, just know that Brian appreciates you for getting through this at the point because Brian's a very busy man and it's tough to make these come into fruition, which is some, why sometimes we don't get them out in time or beforehand. Yeah. They might be a little late, but just know that if you made it this far, that Brian appreciates you very much. Very appreciated. Very appreciated. Yes, and please just continue to be patient, guys. I was like, I know my schedule is tough, but I was like, I'm trying to get like as quickly as of these uploaded as possible 
I was like, hopefully I get the next one uploaded very, very soon, quickly. I'm yeah. hoping for a quick turnaround. So Exactly. Yeah, just be patient, please. Exactly. Our schedules are crazy. They they change from time to time. You know, one week Brian's more available yeah. and then I'm not available. And then the previous and then the next week I'm more available and Brian's not as available. You know, it's just yeah. it's just the way it is. But at the moment but we appreciate anybody that listens to these, that watches these. Be sure to remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel, which we have there, which is a the footy casuals we put in the description of every single episode that's where you can see these tables live so in case you want something to look at you can see them if you just want to see the tables and you don't want to hear the whole thing uh that's what you can do i think this one was pretty long so probably the whole thing will be on there anyways but even then um probably two-parter like me me and then you and then all that stuff but um but yeah so thank you guys very much for watching really appreciate it be sure to support as much as you guys can possibly be sure to give us a rating of five stars if you enjoyed it on any platform that gives review that gives ratings in the form of stars if there's comment section available be sure to leave a comment let us know what you think who is more wrong me or brian what do you think of our decisions and why we put where and who where and all that stuff and all that but yeah so before we end it off anything you want any closing moments you want to say brian Yes, I'm very excited to see where our um where our like standings go. I'm hopefully hopefully I'm right, so I'm not wrong, <laughs> and I don't get cooked in the comments. But I mean, we both, we both might be wrong, you know. Yeah. You never know. Any feedback from you guys is great. So remember, if you have any feedback, definitely definitely leave it, even if it's just like slander. As long as it's not disrespectful like let's try to keep it respectful but yes exactly. if you if you want to tell us something definitely let us know we'll obviously take it into account we're and like i said we're not, yes and we are not no professional like um guessers like we're not gonna know every single thing so just be mindful of that like there obviously is gonna be some errors we are gonna get some guesses wrong but definitely excited to know what you guys are picking but yeah yeah, exactly. I mean, you never know, Brian. Even people that are experts and statistic and analysts and geniuses, they get this stuff wrong. That's what I love about sports, you know, sports in general. You just never know. In all sports, there's overperformer, underperformers, overperformers, underdogs, slapped on yeah. players and teams. You just never know. They come out of the woodwork. You never know where or when they'll come out of, what sport, what team, what country, what region, what state. You just never know. That's what makes it exciting. Yeah, hundred percent. Exactly. So yeah. So what Brian said, all that good stuff. You know, leave leave us any feedback at all whatsoever. We're all for the banter here. You know, we both are always up for some good football definitely, banter. Definitely. Definitely. But yeah. So we will end it there. We will be back soon with the Europa League and the Conference League connected. So we'll be dropping those together. Um, most likely it might be like the day or the day after where the first games are played. Just be patient, but we'll get it up. And yeah. But, yeah, thank you guys very much for listening or watching. And we hope to see you guys in the next one. Catch you guys in the next one.